This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome back, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 2 of That 6. I hope you guys all enjoyed last week's episode, or technically two weeks ago episode. You know, I was kind of slacking on last week. Look, brother, just hear me out, man. I could have recorded last week. I thought about recording last week, and it was one of those things where it was like, I'm going to literally go over every single team in the AFC. To be honest, I didn't really want to do the work. And if you're an AFC fan, I'm sorry. You know, I know I got a couple people like Parker who listened to it. Um, you know, it's the Chiefs are really good. Here, I'll give you I'll give you a rundown. The Chiefs are really good. The Bills are really good. The Bengals are really good. Um, the Dolphins have a shot. The Chargers, Dolphins, Chargers, maybe the Broncos, depending on how they play. Um, Jets are going to be really good. Um, that's about it. The Jags are going to be really good. So that's pretty, that's pretty much my AFC recap. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah. Uh, now that uh, we're in week, actually. Well, no, because we're technically we're technically in week zero right now. But hey, man, tomorrow's or if you're listening to this, probably right now today is the big day. Um, recording this on Wednesday, but you know I don't know if it'll get published tonight or tomorrow morning. But today's the big day. We're just gonna assume it's published on Thursday. Today's the big day. Uh, we got Chiefs Lions tonight at eight twenty on NBC. A little Thursday night football on NBC. Oh yeah, because like <clears throat> they like lease the rights to all the games and everything. So that's a little weird, but. Uh, Nah, man, we're ready to cook. So, with all with some of the details out of the way, you know, we're going to talk about some recaps on this game, uh, on each game, and then some news, including some of the best defensive players in the NFL. Um, so now it's go time. So without further ado, let's get into it and let's get active, man. So, man, we're starting with week one. Um, yeah, I guess I'll introduce the pickums. So last year, uh, if you followed season one of that six, I fell off with the pickums. Um, because wrestling just got so hectic and I wasn't in here recording. But, um, yeah, so I basically pick who I think is going to win every game. Um, and we kind of track those throughout the season. We go week by week. Um, and same with the award predictions. We'll, you know, follow each player's stats each week and see what kind of performance they had, which is going to be interesting depending on which player, which award we're going to talk about. And I'll talk about that a little later. Um, yeah, but my week one pickums. Um, we're gonna start with the Lions versus or the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Detroit Lions and can and holy hell in Kansas City. Um, I got the Chiefs, man. Um, shout out my boy Nick Woolley, but I know there's a whole lot of things, and we're gonna talk about the injury report, but. <clears throat> You know, with Chris Jones not playing until about week eight with all this contract stuff, or if he even plays, because I know that there's some things like he really wants, like it's either you sign him or he's traded. But if you're a fan of the NFL, we hear that, hear that 30 times a year with with somebody new. So, um, wow, I'm kind of out of it right now. I'm burping and stuff. Um, no, but uh, I got the Chiefs in this game. Um, I want to start off by saying I think the Lions are going to be a sleeper team. I think the Lions could easily sneak into a wild card spot. I should give my playoff predictions. Um, maybe I'll do that in this episode on the fly. Um, but I do have the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. Um, with Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey potentially being out, I think it is going to um, be a lot more of a competitive game. 
Um, but with that being said, I just don't think the Detroit like how can you bet like bro uh, in the past I've been hating on him because you know everybody hates on somebody who's success who's successful, but I just don't think that Patrick like I'm not gonna bet against Patrick Mahomes, right? I think that there's just like I'm sick of picking against him. I'm sick of picking against him. Um, so I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the Detroit Lions. I think you look for obviously Pat Mahomes to have a big game. Um, I think you look towards some of the wide receivers. You know, even with uh, Travis Kelsey potentially being out, if Kelsey's in, it's going to be a big game for Kelsey. But even if he does, you know, you kind of eh, you know is he going to get a whole lot of burn? Because bro, I'm telling you right now, you hyperextend a knee on a Tuesday and play on a Thursday, like that's not that's not a easy task you know what i'm saying so i don't know if i i could see this game being a shootout i really could um and and that's going to come down to whatever offense i trust more and that's a silly question right like i I trust casey's offense a lot more than i trust detroit's offense um and i honestly i trust casey's defense more than i mean they're just a well-coached team man it's the kansas city chiefs they're probably gonna be back in the super bowl and maybe even win it this year because if you look at the NFC, I mean, if the Chiefs can get out of the AFC, they'll win the Super Bowl. Whatever AFC team gets out of the Super Bowl is going to win it. And sorry, Panthers fans. Um, I'm sorry. Like, if you do make it to the Super Bowl, like, you're not winning. I would never pick the Panthers over the Chiefs. Um, I don't think I'd pick a team over the Chiefs unless it was, like, the Bills or the Bengals, depending on the day, right? Um, not to say that the Chiefs are going to go undefeated because I'm sure they're going to lose two to three, maybe four games, Right. But I don't think one of those games are going to start to the Lions. But it's a hell of a Thursday game. Um, I'm actually really excited for it. Going to watch the game. Going to be really exciting. Um, do I have – oh, I have a fantasy draft at 8 tonight. I don't think I have any Lions or 9 tonight. Um, I don't think I have any Lions or Chiefs on my team. This immediate team, I'm pulling it up on ESPN Fantasy. I'm done with it. I'm over it. Um, I draft in five hours. I guess it is 347. Um, I t- oh, my team name is crazy. Um, I don't think I have any Chiefs or Lions. No, we do not. So that'll be interesting. Um, let me run y'all through my team right now. So I got Josh Allen at quarterback dog. At pick seven, I, I took Bijan Robinson. Pick seven's pretty good value for Bijan, so I can't be too upset about it. Um, Derek Henry was my 203 or whatever that is. Um, Debo Samuel at wide receiver one, Terry McLaurin at wide receiver two, George Kittle at tight end, Miles Sanders at the flex, Carolina defense, and the Bengals kicker, Evan McPherson. On the bench, I got Mike Evans, Dalvin Cook, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, uh, D- DJ Chark. Why did I try to say, I wanted to say David Chark there. DJ Chark Jr., Zach Charbonnet, uh, Bryce Ming and Jonathan Mingo for Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo. So, yeah, uh, the last two are kind of, uh, you know, homer picks and whatnot. But, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Um, is JSN supposed to play tonight? Uh-oh, that's breaking news. That's breaking news. We have breaking news on that six podcast. According to Adam Schefter, 49ers Nick Bosa becomes highest paid defensive player in NFL history with a five-year, $170 million deal, 122.5 of that guaranteed. So I think we could look at some contracts to be signed here real soon. 
And we could be looking at another person on this list who we're going to talk about the the whole contract situation a little later. But um, I was planning on talking about Nick Bosa there a little later. So, uh, yeah, you love to see that. I hope to see some of these contract extensions get worked out. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a little sick. Bro, I swear, week one, early weeks of the year, which is crazy because it's, not, it's, like it's not even cold out right now, but... Get a little sick, man. Got a little head cold going on right now, but we're cooking. We're still cooking. So, yeah, I got the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. A score prediction, I don't know, maybe 31 to 28. I don't think that would be crazy. You know, four tutties and a field goal for the kids. Um, you know, it's, it's possible, but I'm, I don't, you know, score predictions are here and there. Uh, moving on to the second game. Um, yeah, I'm not going to cover injuries right now. Moving on to the second game um, that I'm going to cover is the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Um, the Falcons are favored 60% to 44% or 55, 56% to 44% uh, to win this football game. The debut of Bijan Robinson versus Bryce Young. Um, some other notable rookies to look for, Jonathan Mingo. Um, I don't know anything about Atlanta's rookies, so I'm not going to. Uh, not going to talk about that. Um, some questionables. Brian Burns right now. We'll talk about that a little later. Mar- Marquise Haynes is out for Carolina. Uh, he's on IR. Uh, Kadero Hodges, Jeff Okuda, and Cordero Patterson are all questionable for the Atlanta Falcons. So, um, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I, I see Carolina come out of this game with a win, right? And I, I prefaced this in week one, uh, the first episode of season one last year. Um but I'm not a person who picks his team to win every game, right? Like some people are homers, and I'm a homer too. But I'm not going to pick the Panthers to win every game. I promise you that. Um, but I do think that Carolina is going to get this win against Atlanta week one. I, th- I think you look at Desmond Ritter. I don't have a whole lot of faith in Desmond Ritter. Um, I look for Kyle Pitts to have a better year. I really hope he does because I'm a Gators fan. Um, I will say something that really – I'm not worried about the Atlanta Falcons passing offense. I am worried about their rushing offense. Carolina did not look good against the run in the preseason, even when the starters were in. So then you throw a backfield with, you know, if Cordero plays, Tyler Algier, B. John Robinson, it could get a little sketchy back there. I'm not going to lie. It could get a little sketchy back there. Um, but I look for Carolina to, to have a decent game here. And, and what? Because Frank was, Frank was in Indy for four years, three, four years. And the Colts have lost like eight opening games in a row. So Frank Reich might not be him when it comes to week one, but he's also playing the Atlanta Falcons. And let's not forget how bad the Atlanta Falcons were, right? Um, the Atlanta Falcons were not good. So how do they tie in the preseason? Tying in the preseason is crazy. But we went 0-3. So. Um, but hey, bro, <clears throat> I always bring this back because my dad used to always tell me because I'd be hype about the preseason you know, growing up. He's like, yeah, man, the, the year that the Colts beat the Bears in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, the Colts actually went 0-4 at that time in the preseason. So I'm like, you know, preseason really doesn't matter, which everybody knows that. But, um, yeah, man, so I got Carolina getting the win in Atlanta week one. I think you look for Bryce Young to have a pretty decent game. I think we're going to rely on the rushing attack a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm not too faithful in Atlanta's run defense if you're a Falcons fan. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't think that there's a better – or one, there's not many better teams that you could look for Carolina to open the season against with Bryce Young. Um, other than the uh, the Atlanta Falcons, man. So I'm going to pick the Panthers in there. So week one pick, game three, sorry, is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. The Bengals are favored 60% to 40% right now. Um, guys questionable right now. And, and this is weird. Joe Burrow is questionable right now, as is Denzel Ward. 
Um, I don't. I didn't hear anything about Ward. I'm sure he'll be active. But with Burrow's calf injury, I, I don't see him being a healthy scratch. Not a healthy, obviously not a healthy scratch. But I don't see him being a scratch this late. You know, in the process, like, are you really going to scratch Joe Burrow week one, like the morning it happens? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know, man. I, I I see Cincinnati winning, and even if Burrow doesn't play, who's their backup? Looks like Trevor Simeon. <clears throat> I don't know. Why do I feel like uh, old old Trevor Simeon could do it? I feel like Trevor Simeon could do it. Uh, going to be interesting to see Cleveland this year. Cleveland, who should have a I got them finishing last in the North, but a Cleveland team, I think the AFC North is the hardest division, maybe the AFC East now. Um, but I, I do see Cleveland having a somewhat decent year. Um, <clears throat> sorry. It's head cold, bro. Um, I don't know. I do see Cleveland having a decent year, but not week one against the Bengals. So I got the Bengals scraping out a win there. Uh, as far as the score prediction for Carolina, I think maybe 21 to... 14. I think 21 to 14 could be could be fair except our red zone offense has kind of sucked. So maybe maybe 17 to 14. 17 to 14 for Carolina week 1. Uh and then the Bengals versus Browns. If Joe Burrow plays, it's going to be like 35 to 14. If Trevor Simeon plays, it's going to be like 21 to 14. Sure. Um uh, moving on to our fourth prediction, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, against the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. Jacksonville favors 65% to 35% right now, according to ESPN Analytics. Um, another rookie debut with Anthony Richardson. I want to start off by saying I love AR. Uh, could be a little bit of growing pains here with AR, you know, things of that nature. Uh, guys questionable right now, Shaquille Darius Leonard and Zach Moss for Indy. Antonio Joseph, uh, the safety for the Jags, is also questionable. So, um, it could be not a close game. I'm not going to lie. I think, and what, Indy's, you know, consistently really, really struggled against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's always kind of had their number. Um, and so you actually throw in the fact that Jacksonville's going to be pretty damn good this year. So I don't I don't think this is going to be a close game for a score prediction, maybe 28 to 7. I think I could see, I could see it being a three-touchdown game. <laughs> um and Indy, I don't know how much Indy does for that case. I mean, it's going to be warm, 80 degrees, but Lord knows that them Jags boys are ready for that. Uh, look for AR to have – I think AR is going to – I think he'll throw an interception, right? Rookie sometimes sometimes tries to do too much. Uh, doesn't exactly have some star-studded wide receivers with him. Um so I think AR might have a little bit of growing pains. Not exactly who you want to face up against in your first game is a tough Jacksonville Jaguar defense. Um, but, yeah, I got I got Indy losing that game. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, so let's see what we are cooking with next. Next we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Minnesota Vikings in which the Bucs are what, – what's the opposite of favored? All right, I'll just say Vikings are favored 67% to the Buccaneers 33%. Um, Baker Mayfield's going to be getting the nod here. Injuries for Minnesota are known. Nobody's really on the injury report. Uh, Tampa Bay, Kalijah Cansey, their first-round pick. Chase Edmonds, their running back, and Keyshawn Vaughn, their other running back. Uh, all questionable. So, Rachad White will definitely be taking, you know, a lot of snaps here, uh, which you kind of expect, you know. Rashad White should have a – Rashad, Rashad, Rashad. I don't know how you say his name. Um, 
But the game's in Minnesota. Uh, I think this should be a fairly simple game. I think Bucks are going to be one of, if not the worst teams in the league. So I see Minnesota having a really big game here. Score prediction, 35 to maybe 7. Maybe seven. I'm kind of my my pay. My score predictions are kind of same, but it's like, do we really see the Bucks forcing the Vikings to kick a field goal? Like Justin Jefferson, uh, Antonio, what what's his name, bro? <laughs> oh my gosh, what's what's Blood's name? Um, what's his name, bro? Alexander Madison. I'm glad I didn't try to keep saying it because I was nowhere close to what his actual name was. Um, but I look for uh, Alexander Madison to maybe, you know, maybe have a good game. He, he played pretty good filling in for Dalvin Cook either last year or two years ago. I can't exactly remember which year it was. I think it was two years ago. Um, yeah, man. But I think I think that uh, Minnesota is going to handle this game pretty, pretty favorably. I feel really confident about Bengals, Jaguars, and Vikings all getting a win here. Uh, Chiefs, I feel still very confident about. Panthers is iffy, but I, I feel confident about that. Um, moving on, we have the Tennessee Titans going to New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to forget where New Orleans is. Um, and facing the Saints at home, we have the Saints actually favored 53% to the Titans 46%. 47%, I guess. These odds are weird. They don't even add up to 100%. Um, yeah, man, this is going to be my second upset pick I take. I'm going to take the Titans. I, bro, I think with Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think the Titans are going to be good, but I feel like with their star players, with Alvin Kamara being out, I think that the the Titans are going to you know, be able to come into New Orleans and take care of business. The so Caesar Superdome is definitely a hard place to play at. Uh, New Orleans does not mess around when it comes to all that stuff. So that'll be interesting to see how Tennessee reacts there. Um, but I do I do think that the Titans are going to get the win there. I uh, expect Derrick Henry hopefully to have a big game as he's on my fantasy team. So, yeah, man, uh, moving on to a pick that I'm, mm, I'm iffy about, right? And you're going to see why. But moving on, we have the San Francisco 49ers going to Pittsburgh to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> the 49ers are favored by 56% to the Steelers 44% um, to win this game. But it's like, and I'm picking the 49ers, right? Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Brock Purdy, a stellar defense, Trent Williams. I got this. I got the Niners, right? But was what um, homeboy, what's his face? Um, what, what's homeboy's face? name Brock Purdy good lord was his season really like a fluke season was it kind of a, a Cinderella end I, except I guess it wasn't technically a Cinderella season because you know well kind of March Madness um is Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy going to be able to come in and play at the same level we're going to see uh but I think with Christian McCaffrey Debo Samuel against the Pittsburgh but the Steelers got a good defense um I expect them still to have a big game Christian McCaffrey demolished the Steelers the last time they played, even though the Steelers demolished Carolina in that game. That was a game Kevin Love. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Love. I'm sorry. Kyle Love fell asleep on the bench. Y'all never knew Kyle Love. <laughs> um, no, but I do have the 49ers getting a win in Pittsburgh there. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a close game. I'm going to stop with the score predictions and stop embarrassing myself. 
because they're probably not even going to be close. Um, but I, I see the Niners getting a win there. Uh, in Pittsburgh, I think it'll be a good game. Kyle Shanahan against Mike Tomlin is always a fun matchup. Two two just really well-coached teams. Uh, going to be interesting to see how Pittsburgh is this year. Very interested to see that. Moving on, we have Arizona traveling to Washington to play the Commanders. Commanders favored 64% to the Cardinals 36%. Um, I'm not going to lie. Terry McLaurin questionable in this game. Arizona, nobody questionable. Terry McLaurin could not play, and they'll still be fine. Don't know how much faith I have in Sam Howell. Played decent in the preseason, 28-37 for 265 yards and three tutties, but he's playing the Cardinals, man. Uh, Josh Dobbs is starting for the Cardinals. Joshua Dobbs. I don't even know who the Cardinals have. Let me let me look at the Cardinals. I know they have Buda Baker. Let's see. Uh, the Cardinals, Josh Dobbs, James Conner, Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch, Zach Ertz, DJ Humphreys, uh, Will Hernandez, Paris Johnson. Give me interesting to see Paris Johnson. Uh, maybe up against Chase Young. Could be a uh, welcome to the NFL game. Defense for Arizona, Zayvon Collins, uh, BJ Ojulari, the rookie, Kaiser White, um, Jalen Thompson, Buda Baker, Marco Wilson. Oh, my gosh, Marco Wilson just triggered me. I can't read his name without getting triggered, bro. Marco Wilson, if you know anything about the Florida Gators, if you're a Gators fan, um, we were playing LSU. It was like Florida was like 14. LSU was like, what? I don't even know. They were, well, both teams were ranked, right? I don't even think LSU was ranked. I think Florida was like 20-something, 20, 20 and LSU was unranked. And so we're down. We make a big stop. Or no, it was tied tied ball game. We make a big stop. Marco Wilson grabs the shoe of an LSU player who fell off, who it fell off of. And just launches it down the field right in front of the ref. It loses the game because of the penalty. Then walked down the field. Made like a 55-yarder. It was some crazy stuff. Um, yeah, so Marco Wilson is probably my number three op. Uh, if you want to know the top two ops, just keep keep posted. Um, but, yeah, I don't think this is going to be a close game. Arizona and Tampa Bay are going to be the worst two teams in the league. So, I don't think it's really anything to write home about. I don't even think Washington's going to be that good. But with... Uh, Playing Arizona, it's you gotta you gotta try pretty hard to lose to Arizona. So moving on to another game, we have Houston traveling to Baltimore to face the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore favored seventy three point five percent to Houston's twenty six point three. Uh, Lamar Odell's debut, that little tandem. J.K. Dobbins is he playing? Oh, uh, he's not on the injury report, but I don't know if he's playing. Uh, Tyler Huntley, Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey, all questionable. Uh, Jimmy Ward, Titus Howard, and Blake Cashman, questionable for the Texans. Um, again, I don't really see this game being particularly close. Uh, C.J. Stroud's first game uh, as a starter could give him fits with that Baltimore defense. Um, Tank Dell, you could look for him to have a nice little game as a rookie. I mean, who else is he going to throw it to? <laughs> um but, yeah, man, I don't know if Dobbins is playing, but I expect Baltimore to hit the ground and hit the ground running. Uh, my pick for the North last year was actually Baltimore. Obviously, this year it's Cincy because I expect Cincy to have a really big game. Um, but, yeah, man, I think that uh, I think Baltimore is going to go in there and take care of business or actually stay home and take care of business. Moving on to a game that um, I, I'd kind of rather watch paint dry. And Granted, I have, well, actually, I won't be able to watch many games this week, so my recaps may be a little iffy because we're uh, – I mean, Thursday will be the only real game I can watch fully. Uh, but obviously, I'll do my due diligence with Carolina. Come on, don't play with me. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see this game. 
the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears actually favored 51.5% to Green Bay's 48.1%. That math does not add up. Um, the debut of Justin Fields and DJ Moore, the debut of the Jordan Love era in Green Bay. I'm going to go ahead and select the Green Bay Packers to win this game. I have no faith in the Bears. Um, you're going to see the the debut of Darnell Wright, right? Bars. Uh, Darnell Wright versus Lucas Van Ness could be an interesting matchup to see rookie versus rookie. Um I'm not a Bears faither. I don't have any faith in the Bears. Why are the lowest tickets $222 for this game? Huh, isn't that crazy? Um, it will be interesting to see DJ Moore. DJ Moore has typically not played good on week one as a Panthers fan. I know this. Um, sniffles. Um, but it'll be interesting to see this game and how it plays out. Um, <laughs> I'm still going to take Green Bay in an upset here. If you can even really consider it an upset, it's as close as a matchup predictor can get. Um, obviously, you know, if it was in Lambeau, it would be more solidified as a pick. Lambeau is a tough, pay, tough place to play. Um, but maybe Green Bay just has their number. I still have much faith in the pack, much more faith in the Packers organization than I do, excuse me, in the Bears organization. So moving on to the Raiders at the Broncos, I'm actually going to take the Raiders or the Broncos in this game. I'm sorry, especially with the Raiders probably going to lose their best defensive player. Definitely probably not playing this week. Um, it doesn't even say he's injured, but I doubt he's going to play. Um, in Chandler Jones, and we'll talk about that a little later. Um, Jerry Judy, Riley Moss, questionable for Denver. Uh, I still see Denver coming out with a win. The debut of the Sean Payton era. Crazy saying that. On TikTok, I keep getting the clips of uh, Sean Payton's movie. I'm like, bro, I don't want to see Kevin. Why, is, why do they select Kevin James to portray Sean Payton? Um, I guess it's not a uh, a crazy bad comparison, but it's like, all right, well, whatever. Uh, it's in Mile High, so obviously the Raiders traveling in that high altitude area it could be. I mean, it's always something to look at. Except you're in the NFL, they've done it, uh, especially with the Raiders and the Broncos. Like the Raiders play them twice a year, once guaranteed in Denver every year. So it's like, <clears throat> good lord, uh, they definitely know what's coming. But for the rookies, it could be interesting. Devontae Adams and Jimmy Garoppolo's debut together. Uh, Josh Jacobs, who finally reported back to Las Vegas this year or this last couple weeks. Um, could be interesting. I think both teams are going to take a step up. Tyree Wilson for the Raiders coming back in. Obviously, Denver doesn't have any first-round picks until my kids are going to be 13. So I don't have any kids right now. So uh, if that tells you anything. But I do have the Broncos in this game. I think they're going to come in and take care of business. Um, Sean Payton era, you know, I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but I think it could be interesting. Um, moving on to the returning Super Bowl runner-up Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Foxborough to play the New England Patriots. The Eagles are favored 62% to the New Orleans, New Orleans, Jesus, New England Patriots, 38%. Um, Jalen Hurts coming off that big contract extension. DeAndre Swift debut in Philly. Uh, A.J. Brown obviously back. Devontae Smith obviously back. Eagles Eagles lost a lot, but didn't really like. They also kind of reloaded in the same sense. Um, and then New England obviously Macaroni and Cheese Jones back at, back at quarterback. Um, who just oh, Matt Corral backing it up, man. Pause, 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 pause. Um, hopefully Macaroni or Matt Corral. Gets a chance to start over macaroni and cheese, Jones. Um, but, no, I got Philly winning this game. Um, 
I think they're just a better team. Uh, New England has, except even last year, they were only, what, 8-9, and nine, I think. Um, Devontae Parker and Riley Reef questionable for the Patriots and no injury concerns for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but I do think Philly's going to get that win. Uh, could be rather convincingly. Obviously, they had a big week one against the Lions last year where they put up a bunch of points. Um, yeah, man, I got the... Uh, Got the Eagles in that game. Moving on to another tough game to pick is the Miami Dolphins at the Los Angeles Chargers. I could very easily get burned in this game, but I'm going to take the Chargers here. Uh, the Chargers favored by 56% to the Dolphins 44%. Uh, questionable for the Dolphins is Jeff Wilson Jr., Teron Armstead, Devon the Chain, Robert Jones. Nobody questionable for the Chargers. We got Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Quentin Johnston, uh, Austin Eckler, who I guess is still playing. I haven't heard anything about him not playing, so... Uh, so who the, who the hell is gonna pay Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler is not that good. Okay, cool. He's a he's a he's a cool, calm little little fantasy option. That's it, bro. He's not he's not him. I'm telling you right now, he's not him. Um, got Miami with Tua back. Hopefully, hopefully Tua can stay healthy. Hopefully Tua can stay healthy. Um, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Bradley Chubb back there. Jalen Ramsey, his debut. Right, Jalen Ramsey's. Yeah, he would have been on the injury concern, right? Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey's playing. Ramsey's playing. Yeah. Is uh, I don't know if uh, Ramsey's playing here. I'm kind of a casual right now. He's expected to be out until December. Jalen Ramsey is not playing. Could be. <laughs> Chargers obviously going to be looking to exploit that. Uh, I don't really know who's at corner number two for the Dolphins. We can check it out. Check her out right now. Um, I mean, they they still have a really solid secondary with Javon Holland, Brandon Jones, Deshaun Elliott. Um, who are their corners? Xavier Howard's obviously still there. Um, wow, their corners suck. Eli Apple's in there. Uh, but Xavier Howard might be able to hold it down for a little bit. But when you got three wide receivers and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Quentin Johnston, yeah, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, man, I'm gonna take the Chargers in that game. Hopefully the Chargers don't burn me. The Chargers burned me a, a calm little bit back then or back there last year. Uh, moving on to what could be my game of the week. I think it's, it's it might not be my game of the week. It's probably my upset of the week. Um, I'm just really interested to see how everybody plays. Um, is the Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Rams in Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks obviously favored by 63% to the Rams, 37%. So call me crazy, but I think the Rams are going to get the win here. Um, Cooper Cup questionable right now. Devin Witherspoon, Derek Hall, Derike Young, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and v v v v v v v Jones. Good Lord. Uh, all questionable or out. Uh, Derike Young and v v Jones uh, are out <coughs> for the Seahawks. Uh, obviously, Witherspoon, Hall, and Smith and Jigba, if they can all play, that's going to be big. Um, I'm not starting at Smith and Jigba this year, but uh, it'd be nice if he could play. Definitely going to help Seattle out. Um, I think Seattle has a really bright future, but I don't know how much faith I really have in Geno Smith. I watched him play against Carolina, and he was really bad in that game. You know, sometimes you just... <sighs> With all that success, man, you still are somebody down at heart. You know, even Drew Brees did it, which if Geno Smith can be Drew Brees, and by golly, he's Drew Brees, but I don't think he is. Um, I got the Rams here. 
Uh, especially if Cooper Cup plays, I expect Cooper to come back swanging. Um, Cam Akers could be having a big year. Uh, is Allen Robinson on a team? Allen Robinson. Is Allen Robinson? He's got to be on the team. Allen Robinson's a stealer? Huh. Isn't that crazy? Um, nah, but I got the Rams in this game, and I could be burned from it. I just still don't have a whole lot of faith in the Sea Chickens. Um, obviously, their rookies playing would be a big deal. Two first-round rookies and a second-round Derek Hall. Um, could be big for the Seahawks, and I still think they have probably one of, if not the brightest futures uh, from that Russell Wilson trade, and they're honestly playing pretty good. So, uh, But I am going to take the Rams with a win there in Seattle. Moving on to Sunday night football. Uh, we have the Dallas Cowboys versus oh, come on, come on, come on, the New York Giants. Um, I got the Cowboys here, man. 50 feet, 56 to 44% in favor of the Cowboys. Uh, I expect Dak to come back solid. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Uh, ooh, Brandon Cooks in his debut against with Dallas uh, against a uh, team that's been very up and down in New York. You know, is Saquon going to play for him? Is Danny Don like, bro, they gave Daniel, Daniel Jones like $400 million, bro. Come on, bro. Stop playing with me. Daniel Jones is not worth that. Daniel Jones is not worth that. Um, I'm trying to see if that my boy gets signed. Uh, I'll talk about that a little later. Um, sorry, I'm a little bit out of it today. I think it's the head cold. Um, but I do have Dallas winning this game. Dallas burned me a lot last year. I would just pick them. Whenever I picked them to win, they would lose. Whenever I picked them to lose, they would win. Um, but I do think that Dallas is going to come out this game with a W. Uh, Dallas got a lot better in the offseason, even though they drafted Mozzie Smith. Shout out to my boy Kate Dine, and Mozzie Smith is not him. But the Cowboys got a lot better this year, and I just think that they're a better, better team, better coach than the Giants. Um, Brian Dabble, Dabble, Dable, whatever, man. Take it as you will. Ooh, Sunday Night Football is on ESPN and ABC. Shout out to Todd Bills. You can watch the game. Um, which moves us to Sunday Night Football in which I have an upset here. Uh, Buffalo, which y'all, if y'all listened to me last year, you know how much of a Buffalo Bills glazer I am. Um, but I actually have Buffalo, who are favored 58 to 42% over the Jets, losing to the Jets in this game. Uh, questionable for Buffalo include Micah Hyde and Von Miller and questionable for the Actually, Von Miller's on the PUPR list, so he's not playing. Um, but questionable for the Jets is Brees Hall. Um, kind of being calm, though. If Brees Hall is inactivated, I'm going to start Dalvin Cook over Miles Sanders. I think that's a good pick. Um, yeah, I got the Jets winning this game, man. I think A-Rod comes in and has a really good game. Jets defense is looking solid. You know, Sauce Gardner. Well, who else is on their defense? Um, but I do think that the Jets are going to squeak out a win. I think they'll probably split, but I think that for this for this game, I'm going to take Buffalo losing. Josh Allen could burn me. I kind of hope he does because I love Josh Allen. Oh, plus Aaron Rodgers playing on 9-11. Yeah, it's wraps. It's wraps. I don't need to say anything more. I don't need to say anything more. Yeah, man, so those are my predictions for week one of the NFL season. Um, we're moving in like 35 minutes. Going to shoot to get out of here within the next 10 minutes. Uh, not feeling too great, but I definitely wanted to get a uh, episode out to you guys. You know, obviously it's a highlight of my day, highlight of my week talking to you guys. Um, and then next week we should be better. Obviously I should be feeling better. Keyword should be. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I stay sick for like three months. Uh, it's crazy. But uh, I'm hoping I do feel better. Um, ooh, shout out my boys on Be Real. <laughs> 
And y'all going to be a part of the B-Reel. Remember this timestamp, 3532. Take the B-Reel. Yeah, me. Yeah, feel me. Do you know what I am saying? Got the microphone blocking my face, but it's cool. It's cool. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm losing it right now. Sorry, I'm posting the be real. Um, but yeah, so now I'm gonna talk about some of my um award predictions. Hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. All right, I'm I'm key, I'm teed back up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Sorry, my boy needs a haircut, and one of my boy Kenny just sent in the group chat because we were talking about my boy getting cut. Um, that they're offering free haircuts here. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Um, yeah. Moving on to my award predictions. Uh, assuming he plays this game, because it's gonna be hard to win MVP without playing 17 games. Um, I have Joe Burrow winning MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. Could be iffy. Like, do you really give MVP and Offensive Player of the Year to the same team? So I'm kind of like iffy about that. Uh, but it is Jamar Chase. I'm gonna stick to it. Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt. My Offensive Rookie of the Year is not Bijan Robinson. So don't ask me. I need to make a TikTok tonight. I'll do that tonight. Um, Bryce Young. Defensive Rookie of the Year is Will Anderson Jr. Comeback Player of the Year, the guy who I was talking about a little earlier. How it's going to be hard to gauge stats, but I think the moment he steps on the field, he's going to be given the Comeback Player of the Year award. Sorry, Bill. Two times. Had to say it. It's going to be DeMar Hamlin, right? Almost died on the field. So he's going to get that bag. He's going to the, get the Comeback Player of the Year award. I'm sorry, bro. It's hard to talk and it's hard to like form thoughts when, uh, when you can't breathe. Um, good Lord. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, I got, and then I have Zach Taylor, the the coach for the Cincinnati Bengals winning coach of the year. Um, some news around the league, the contract holdouts, right? Brian Burns, Chris Jones. Um, it was Nick Bosa before all this. Um, but Nick Bosa, obviously you heard earlier in the episode, signing the deal to make him the highest paid uh, the highest paid player, defensive player in NFL history. Um, obviously, he's going to eliminate that. A lot of people said that Burns was waiting for Bosa to sign. Um, it, it came out that Burns was offered like a $23 million per do- deal, $23 million per year deal, uh, but he wants like 27 28 I don't know how much Bosa got per year. Um, I could run it back. I'm not going to. Uh, so we're going to see what they work out there. Brian Burns did practice today, although he didn't stretch with the team. It's super weird, but you could tell Burns just didn't want to be there. He was, like, sad, which which is a damn shame. If y'all remember my TikTok of when we turned down two first-rounders for Brian Burns, I was like, why are we doing this for a guy who we're not going to resign? So that could be the most galaxy brain prediction of my life, even though I would be very, very sad if we let him walk. But it's nothing new to me as a Panthers fan. Um because nobody's going to offer us two first for him now. And it was the Rams first, which were like 25, 26. But still, bro, by then, I don't know. The Rams will be cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'd probably be top 10 picks. Whatever, bro. Because they got their Super Bowl window. All their players are hella old. Um, yeah, Chris Jones is, I don't know. Does he get a deal done? Does he get traded? I don't know if the Chiefs, I don't know how the hell the Chiefs would have money for him. Um, but we'll see how all that ends up. 
uh, is probably not going to get done for a couple weeks if something happens. So the Chiefs will be Chris Jonesless for a while, um, unless he gets traded, and then they will be Chris Jonesless forever. Moving on to another guy who could possibly get traded, Chandler Jones had some drama these last uh, yesterday. Actually, he released on his Instagram story three stories. I'm going to read them for you. He said on the first one, he said, "F it." I don't want to play for the Raiders if that's my head coach or GM. I want Patrick Graham Ivy League, and then I another explicitive that I don't that I cannot read. Um, and then the second one was they won't let me in the building though, trying to provoke uh, explosive explosive. Third one, a screenshot from I believe, I think this is his baby mama, because he said that's not nice. Love you anyway. How do you expect me to play this season? And I. Can't, and I can't even get my GM on the phone. Thanks for that portal. Should I call Josh, or will he not pick up either? Why y'all bring me to Vegas to play with me? Um, Josh, obviously referring to Josh McDaniels, his head coach. <clears throat> and then he said, it was a screenshot of that text. He said, I sent this to your roomie. It's a shame that I'm a top athlete with 112 sacks in the NFL, and I have to go to a local gym to work out during the season for no apparent reason. This is wild to me, Josh, and you know it. You need to do what's right. So maybe those were DMs to Josh McDaniels. No, because he said, should I call Josh? Anyways, Chandler Jones is not looking like he's going to play against the uh, – who do they play, bro? I just saw it. It's the Broncos. It's the Broncos. I can't even find it, but it is the Broncos. Yeah. Doesn't look like he's going to be playing against the Broncos. So that could be iffy. Um, see how all that shakes out. And then the Caleb Williams sweepstakes I have on here. Caleb Williams looks, looks damn good. If y'all are not, like, tuned in um, to uh, college football right now, get tuned in, bro. Get tuned in because uh, they're, they're going to be pretty They're gonna be pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. They're going to be pretty nice. Um. Man, I can't even write this on. Whatever. So, um, I think it's going to be Buccaneers or the Cardinals to get Caleb Williams. Uh, yeah, man, it's not looking too good. Um, the Cardinals, I think, have what? The Texans' first-round pick next year, too. The Cardinals could get really, like, a lot better in this next year's draft. <coughs> good Lord. Um, yeah, those are my predictions for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. And now I'm going to go off my playoff predictions. Uh, obviously, it's week one, so a lot of this could change. AFC, uh, the one seed, I'm going to have the Kansas City Chiefs. Two seed, I'm going to have the Cincinnati Bengals. Three seed, I'm going to have the Buffalo Bills. And there's what, seven? Yeah, there's seven. Three seed, I'm going to have Buffalo. So that's the West, North. So now we need a South. Four seed, the Jaguars. Uh, fifth seed, I think I'm going to have the Chargers from the AFC West. Sixth seed, I'm going to have the New York Jets. For the AFC East. And then my last team squeaking into the playoffs. I got to think about this. Ravens are up there. Um, Ravens. Dolphins. I'm going to put the uh, I'm gonna put the Miami Dolphins in there. And then <clears throat> I think the AFC Championship game will. I think Cincy will beat Buffalo in the divisional round. The Chiefs. Or, no, I guess technically the Bengals would be beating the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Moving to the Super Bowl. Uh, my one seed in the NFC, good Lord, the NFC sucks. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. My four seed, I'm going I'm to knock this out right now, is going to be the Carolina Panthers. For winning the NFC South, they're going to get the fourth seed. Um, my th two seed will be the Minnesota Vikings. 
uh, from the NFC North. And then from the West, we will have – actually, I'm going to put the Vikings at the three seed, Niners at the two seed. Um, Lions actually going to squeak into my five seed. And then um, what am I yapping about here? What am I yapping about? Oh, I got to try and think. I'm gonna I'm gonna slide the Rams in at the seven seed. I'm gonna have the Seahawks missing the playoffs. Um, nobody from the South, nobody else from the North, because I already have two. East, I didn't even put the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys will be the four seed or the five seed. Lions will bump down to the six. Um, East, I could see the Giants sneaking in. Um. Man, I'm losing it. So Giants, Seahawks. I'm going to put the Seahawks in there at the seven seed. I think the Seahawks, which would put Carolina up against the Cowboys, in which I think we lose that game. But And then I, I think the uh, – oh, man, I could type here. All right, man, we're going to fill it out. We're going to fill it out. So why can't I type in the one seed? It's not letting me type for the one seed. Is it? No, it's not. So it's going to be... All right, whatever. Uh, my seventh seed will be the Seahawks. Um, yeah, man. So you got the gist of it. Um, sorry this uh, episode was kind of all over the place and may not be up to the standards that y'all like. Um, and I do apologize for that. I will do better next week. Just don't feel too good right now. <sighs> man, I can't breathe. Um, but yeah, man. Week one of the NFL season. We're here. Let's get it. Let's go, man. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude my side of things for season two, episode two of that six. I hope you all had a good time listening and enjoyed talking. I enjoyed talking to you guys for another week of NFL coverage. This is an invitation for any of you to follow or engage with that six social media, which is at that six podcast on Twitter or on TikTok. Uh, one more week. Um, get out there and watch you guys some college football this weekend, uh, along with some NFL. Go Gators. I think we play a bad team, but it's whatever. Um, yeah, man, but that's going to be it for me. <clears throat> um, make sure y'all all stay safe. Um, and deuces. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.